So your course is out there. People are buying. You feel on top of the world. Now, let's give those students the most incredible experience ever. We want them to be so enamored, not only with your content, but also with you as their teacher. Okay, that's what we're talking about today on the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode 268 of the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. This podcast is dedicated to showing you how to create impact and income online as an independent music teacher. This episode today is brought to you by the Online Music Course Accelerator version 2.0. This is the most complete online course creation program for music teachers on the market today. I promise you that. It is not just a course that you go through. It is an interactive program where we, me and Bracha, come together to lend our knowledge, insight and expertise to your passion and expertise and content in order to create an absolutely beautiful product that people are going to rave about because of the success they get from your course. Enough about us though. Let's talk about creating those connections with your online course students. Because honestly, it's not enough to have good material. There is an abundance of good material available online. People don't need to buy your course. They're going to want to buy your course because of you. And that's why we market, to get them into your course. But the marketing doesn't stop when they give you their credit card and get access to the course content. Now we want to provide them with the experience that they have purchased in a way that not only instills the knowledge that you want to teach, the confidence that you want to teach, the experiences that you want them to have, but instills in them that you are the teacher that helped them get there. And we do that by kicking things off right. So step number one, have a welcome to the course email sequence. Okay. I recommend sending a nice welcome email as soon as they have purchased. Whether your content comes all at once or it's dripped out, your welcome sequence should be daily for the first three to five days. It could be one email every day for four days or four, five, or six days. And in these emails, we are sharing a little bit of a backstory. We are sharing student successes. We are sharing how they can be featured in a future one of these emails down the road. Okay, we want them to be so super excited to learn your piano chords method or your singing method or your violin, whatever it might be, whatever your instrument is that you are helping them learn something new with. We want them to be excited and your emails landing in their inbox 
serve as a regular reminder to them that they bought this course. Your emails landing in their inbox are a conduit for them to actually make the time to go through your course. If your content is dripped on a weekly basis, make sure that you have an email that is associated with the release of new content. Yes, every single week, every single time that there is content, make sure that there's an email associated with it. Because again, that is how they tie your name to the course, to the success. We don't want your students to feel like you're pressuring them to go through this course. We want them to feel like you are excited for them to jump back into the new material. So making sure that the language is your language and it's not, hey, there's new content. That's boring. Nobody needs that. Now, if your content is available all at once, but you do recommend that they go through it in order, do a little bit of a sneak peek. Say, you know, when you get to module eight, you're going to be able to do this and you're going to be able to do that. And, you know, you're kind of teasing it so that they go in and, and do something. Now, sometimes students are going to get too busy to come back to their course. We don't want to send emails that are like, I know you haven't been doing your work, so what's up? We don't want to send those emails. We want to be sending emails that are, how can I help you? How can I support you? All of that kind of thing. And for your individual case, it may look different. Again, if you have drip, that's pretty easy. You're going to send out the regular drip sequence. But you may also want to have these re-engagement type emails that go out if someone hasn't signed in. So maybe you have content that releases on Mondays. And then on Thursdays, there's an email that you send out that says, hey, I noticed that you haven't logged in to check out week three's content yet. Um, what can I help you with? These are my highlights. This is how long it's going to take. Those kinds of things. So that's the email side of things. But there's so much more that we can do to support and create a true connection with those students. And I'm going to highlight two of them. One of them is a community side of things. And the other is direct feedback. We'll talk direct feedback first, okay? This is where you'd build into your course the ability for a student to get your feedback on their work. Maybe you've assigned a specific piece or a specific rhythm or a specific whatever it might be. And you request that they submit an assignment, a recording of themselves doing that work for your feedback. And you can go in, you can watch the video, you can give them real teacher feedback and begin to develop a conversation with them through the work that they are producing. And by the same token, you can actually host a live feedback call where your students can come in, they can play something and you can give feedback live and you can either do this one-on-one -on -one, or you can do this as a group or you can do kind of what I call a hybrid of that where you can have an open amount of time for students to be able to come in, pop in, but you only allow one of them into the live meeting space at a time. So they can kind of just become in a queue. 
And what's nice about that is that they know the sooner I get there, the faster I'm going to get to play for my teacher. Young or old, students like to play for their teacher. They also sometimes like to play for others. So it really depends on what your course is as to which one is going to make the most sense, whether it is private, whether it is group, or whether it's a sequential kind of thing. It really is going to depend on who your students are and what they are playing. And also, if you're working with kids, you also want to make sure that you're bringing the parents into the fold of all of that. Your online course students, if they are adults, can easily connect with you inside of a Facebook group or a Thinkific community or, or any number of forum style tools. This is a great way for there to be some harmony and to build relationships for students between each other but also with you in a very organic and real easy to access way. They don't have to say, this is what I'm playing right now and send you a video and get your critique or get your feedback. A community is not just where they get critique and feedback. It's where they can get support, where you can lend support, where there's peers that they can ask questions to, where they can get clarification. And it's easy for you to manage. The community can become a lifeline for your students and allow them to have this community. The longer they stay in that community, whether they have gone through your course once, twice, 18 times, or have barely even started it, the stronger your community is, the easier it's going to be for them to build a bond with you, their teacher. That's what this is all about. We want you to be tied in their mind to learning this thing, to helping them to accomplish this goal. Now, I have talked about them reaching out to you and them being part of your community and them and them and them. But we're going to go back to the outbound emails that we talked about at the beginning and talk about other ways that you can reach out to them. You don't have to use your convert kit to send all of those emails. It is completely fine to send them from your regular old email where you're not tracking, where you don't have links and all sorts of stuff, where you're just sending a genuine email or a Facebook message or an Instagram message or a message that pops up in their student dashboard. You can send them something and reach out to them and just check in. You can have opportunities where you're outbound into their environment. The key thing to remember when you're reaching out and creating a connection with your online music course students is to fit in to their lives, fit into what makes sense for them. So this means time of day, day of week, method. It means a lot of things. We want your students to feel supported. While I know that most courses have very low completion rate, I also know that courses where students have access and a relationship with the teacher 
the completion rate is far, far higher. And I know that that's what you want. You want these students to complete the course and to move to the next level, whether that's another course with you, whether that's private teaching with you, whatever that might be. You want these students to accomplish the goal that your course promises and to get there and to get to that next level. That's why you're putting this course out there. It's not to say I have a course. It's to create impact and income. That's what it's all about. So as we wrap up today's episode, let me ask you this. How are you going to communicate and create a true connection with your online course students? Click on the links in the show notes. I've got my Instagram there. I've got my Facebook there. And I have a link to book a call with me where we can get on a Zoom call together and just chat about this episode, about your business, about where you're going. It's all open. And with that, I want to remind you that the Online Music Course Accelerator is for music teachers to create the right online course that is going to be profitable, that is going to be relevant, and that is going to have a market demanding, desiring what you are teaching. So I have a link for the Online Music Course Accelerator in the show notes, as well as the Online Music Course Blueprint, which is absolutely free for you to download. Again, all linked up in the show notes. I will be back with episode 269 next week. Be sure to click the follow button so that it drops right into this podcast player. Take care.